Welcome to Living Life. And I remember when I was younger and I wanted to know from my father, I says, why didn't you give me uh, your name, Dad, so I can be a junior? You, you know, senior and I'll be a junior since I'm the only son. And it had a very interesting answer, uh, response to me. He said, I didn't want you to feel pressure to walk in my shoes. I wanted you to maintain your individuality so you wouldn't think that you had to live my life you know, and walk in my shoes. And, and I thought about that, and I said, wow. He gave me, he gave me, my father actually gave me room to walk. He gave me room to grow and to be me and to live my life. Um, and I, I thought that was so wise to do that. You know what? God, uh, God does the same thing. He desires for us to come to know him, but he, but he wants us to know him, and he wants us to live for him, but God doesn't make us robots so that we do and talk and, and only uh, do what he says because he said it. He wants us to love him for him, not because he forces us to love him, but because we love him through knowing him and knowing his love and we love him on our own. In the same way, my father wanted me to have individuality so I would come to know uh, my path and I would come to know God and love him for him. So let's take a look at the passage and let's just uh, take a look and see how Moses was dealing with this younger generation in terms of their uniqueness, in terms of their individuality. Let's look at the passage. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 32 through 40. Ask now about the former days, long before your time, from the day God created human beings on the earth. As from one end of the heavens to the other, has anything so great as this ever happened, or has anything like it ever been heard of? Has any other people heard the voice of God speaking out of fire as you have and lived? Has any god ever tried to take for himself one nation out of another nation by testings, by signs and wonders, by war, by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, or by great and awesome deeds, like all the things the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your very eyes? You were shown these things so that you might know that the Lord is God. Besides him, there is no other. From heaven he made you hear his voice to discipline you. On earth he showed you his great fire, and you heard his words from out of the fire. Because he loved your ancestors and chose their descendants after them, he brought you out of Egypt by his presence and his great strength. To drive out before you nations greater and stronger than you, and to bring you into their land to give it to you, for your inheritance as it is today. Acknowledge and take to heart this day that the Lord is God in heaven above and on the earth below. There is no other. Keep his decrees and commands, 
which I am giving you today, so that it may go well with you and your children after you, and that you may live long in the land the Lord your God gives you for all time. Welcome back to Living Life. You know, this whole idea of, of living uh, a life that was intended for someone else, God didn't intend the Israelites to live the life of the other nations, but they desired uh, to live the life of these other nations, uh, as we'll see later on. And Moses was headed, trying to head that off uh, and, and, and say to them, you are a unique and great people, and you need to embrace your uniqueness because no other nation on earth has seen what you've seen and has experienced what you experienced. What did they experience? They experienced signs and wonders. They ex experienced the, the outstretched hand and power of God in bringing them out of Egypt. They experienced the Red Sea potting. They experienced the, you know, they will experience the Jordan River uh, standing up. They experienced uh, manna in the desert, manna, the bread that came from heaven. They experienced water from the rock. They experienced quail meat to eat. They experienced all of these things because of the greatness of their God. And God was doing this so they could see the uniqueness of themselves as a people. And they would come to know him and him alone as God. Um, we need to embrace our uniqueness as a people, um, both as, a, as a, a group of Christians and also individually. God treats us uniquely. As a matter of fact, the scriptures say that we are a peculiar people as a nation of believers. But God also sees us as unique. I'm always reminded of the scene and when Lazarus, when Jesus comes to Lazarus and he says, Lazarus, come out. Well, Lazarus was kind of a common name. It wasn't the Lazarus that came out of the tomb wasn't the only Lazarus. But when Jesus called Lazarus out of the tomb, the right Lazarus came out of the tomb. In the same way, when God calls you, even though you may have the same name as someone else, God is thinking of you specially and uniquely. You are on his heart. He knows who he is that he is calling upon. And it's important for us to know that, uh, the uniqueness that we have and how God sees us in that way. Because God... When God loves upon you, when God is thinking about you, he's thinking about only you. And I know sometimes the world will say that you're not special, you're not unique. But God sees us as believers, each one of us as unique and special. He saw Israel as unique and special, and he treated them and they experienced him in a very unique and special way. And Moses was telling them, embrace who you are, embrace your uniqueness, because there's no other nation on earth that has seen what you have seen. Don't fall back to these false gods and, and go back to them again and worship them again. Continue to embrace who you are as a people. 
you have experienced and you have seen things that no other nation has seen or will ever see. And God, by doing that, is showing you how special and how unique you are. Individually, we have seen things in our lives and God has dealt with us in such a unique way. If we would ask ourselves and call, just remind ourselves of the things that God has done, we would see God's unique hand in our lives. We would see the th ways that he's dealt with us. We would see how he's brought us through pain, how he's brought us through sickness, how he's brought us through danger. We would see that. And now I grant you, there's also times that uh, what God has brought us through in, these, in those moments, but we won't see, but we'll, one day we will know that he did it. Embrace your uniqueness as a believer and understand that God sees you uniquely and specially. In addition to that, he reminded these Israelites, these young, about the patriarchs, about their ancestors, that he loved the patriarchs, and that his, he has a covenant with the patriarchs, and what he was doing was he was fulfilling that covenant love to them. And that covenant love wasn't just for the patriarchs, but it was actually for the descendants of the patriarchs as well. And those descendants not only included the Jews, but it included the Gentiles. It included us. God's covenantal love was extended to us. It's extended to us every single day. And we need to continue to acknowledge him. Not just we, but we need to acknowledge him and tell our children about him and our grandchildren about him that it may go well with them in their days and that they may live long lives in the land. And this is what God was telling the Israelites, that they, it will go well with your children and your grandchildren, that they may live long in the land as they obey God, as they know his word, as they seek him with all of their heart, their soul, their mind, and their strength. And as they come to know him as the only true God, for he is God alone. One of the ways in which God has dealt with you uniquely, like he dealt with the Israelites, is they heard his voice when God commanded the people to assemble at Mount Horeb, Mount Sinai, and he spoke to them. In the same way, God has dealt with us uniquely as he has spoken to our hearts, and we have heard his word, and we have responded to his word. That's why we are believers today, because we heard his voice. The Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes from hearing and hearing the message of Christ. We are who we are because God has come and introduced himself to us and dealt with us uniquely. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time, this opportunity to be in your presence. We thank you for your unique and special love for each of us, Father. How you love upon us, Father, in those times of struggle, in those times of discouragement, to let us know that you are on our, your heart each and every day. Remind us, Father, that of who we are and whose we are, that we will never forget
your covenantal, your special, and your unique love for us. It's in Jesus' precious name that we pray. Amen. 이 프로그램은 시청자 여러분의 소중한 후원으로 제작됩니다. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, CGM.